Welcome to Dyslexia Uncovered. I'm your host, Tim Odegaard. I've been exploring the idea of producing a podcast for some time. One of the main motivators has been the inspiration I've drawn from so many people who use podcasts to make research more accessible to the masses. As an established researcher, I wanted to develop a platform to engage a community around the topics of literacy, literacy development, language learning differences, and most importantly, to speak directly and clearly to the topic of dyslexia. Some of you may know this, but most of you probably don't. When I started my journey into this world of dyslexia research two decades ago, I was wrapping up my PhD in psychological science and about to embark on a postdoctoral fellowship to train in neuroaging methods and develop myself as a practicing neuroscientist. My research interest had shifted to dyslexia and language learning differences. It was a really personal topic for me. As I have shared in other public forums, I struggled to acquire literacy. It was extremely hard for me. And to this day, I'm still not a fluent reader. and <laughs> I'm a miserable speller. As I was writing my NIH grant to support my postdoctoral fellowship all those years ago, I wanted to cross-train in neuroscience and develop my understanding of dyslexia, but I was struck by how little information was available that clearly communicated what dyslexia is, what it isn't, how to identify risk of dyslexia, how to identify the characteristics of it, and probably most importantly, how to intervene to allow members of our neurodivergent community how to develop into fully literate members of our society. Well, now it's two decades later, and I can say with confidence that it is considerably easier to find information about dyslexia, how to identify risk, and appropriate forms of intervention. But it is still not nearly as easy as I'd like to be, which is one of the motivators for this podcast. Now today, it is dramatically different than 20 years ago, and we have experienced a massive upturn and desire from the public to understand what we've learned from research, exploring literacy development, language learning differences, dyslexia, and all the emerging trends that point us to where we might be headed in the future. All very heady stuff that I'd like to make more accessible to you. So it seemed to me that this is an area that maybe I should try to more fully explore in an open access public format like a podcast. That might be a horrible idea. Who knows? But if I'm going to try, I'm going to try with gusto. You know, because there's also this growing awareness that we need to honor members of our neurodivergent communities, allowing us to speak on our own behalf. So it's in this context of owning our own voices, empowering ourselves, that I decided it was high time that I add my voice, but most importantly, foster a community and platform that allows us to engage in this conversation on our behalfs. So I'll also be bringing in experts to come alongside of me and share with what they're learning, as well as a platform in place for us to talk about what that might mean for our neurodivergent community. So I'm launching Dyslexia Uncovered. Dyslexia Uncovered is going to be a space to be curious and learn about topics that I personally research and study, as well as other areas that I really want to learn about. And as we develop this community and we hear from you, you want to learn about. I mean, I just love learning, and I figure you guys do too. And I love to share what I'm learning with others, and I want to share it with you. For me, it's really important to share it from the perspective of thinking holistically about its implications and ramifications for our community. That means developing an outlet for our community members 
to share their feedback, to inform what we're learning, and share sound bites in their own voices of how they're reacting to it. So what is Dyslexia Uncovered all about? It's going to be a place to entertain, but mainly to be informative. I really want you guys to learn with me. What am I learning from the research that I do at my center, the Tennessee Center for the Study and Treatment of Dyslexia, as a professor of psychology? I want you to learn about what I'm learning as I'm curious and I'm talking to colleagues around the country and the world as they do their research, as we're making new friends to share what they're learning with our community. One format of episodes will be me unpacking and talking about what we're learning together. And that'll be me coming on and sharing with you what I've done for so long now. Educate and inform other people about science and about the ramifications and implications of science. The second format for episodes will be me inviting colleagues I collaborate with and people that I'm really curious about learning more about and getting to know as researchers. And I think this is really critical too. I'm going to bring in those people, those clinicians, those folks that actually do the work. In our education world, we call them educators. Now, they're more than just educators in our space, so call them clinicians. You may also know that I happen to be a clinician. I am a reading therapist, and I have taught kids how to read, spell, and write. And I continue to support the development of other people to obtain the skills they need to do just that for themselves, to support the hard work of those kids and adults to acquire literacy for themselves. You also may know that I train school psychologists at my center and help them to identify what it takes and what skills they need to work in different settings, public schools, private practice, medical settings, different settings to identify risk, to identify the characteristics of dyslexia and other related language learning differences. It's really critical work that we do to help us identify those individuals who will need additional support in literacy and language acquisition. So I'm really excited about finding folks that we can bring on to the podcast in this space and inform our community and help us learn with them together as a community. And as we do that, I'm really interested in finding people who represent different aspects of all of this work. For me, it is the fact that I'm neurodivergent myself. I have dyslexia. It's the fact that I'm a research scientist, and I'm established, and I've studied many of these aspects that I want to learn about, or they're close to topics that I study, or they're related to the themes that we'll be unpacking across the series. I also happen to be a clinician, so I'm really curious about finding that, learning more about what it means to actually work in the field, to translate that science from basic to applied to translation into different contexts that we haven't even thought to do yet, and about being a parent of a child who is neurodivergent. I'm really curious about all of those things, and I want to learn from those points of reference. And I'm hopeful that maybe you want to as well, and come along for the ride with me. So what are some of the themes that I'm really curious about exploring? I really, first and foremost, want to dive deep into dyslexia. I really want to learn what it is and our current understanding, or we're learning about the causes how it presents and how we identify the risk, how we identify the characteristics, and how we can best prevent those characteristics in the first place from ever even emerging or lessening the severity and informing ourselves about how we can intervene and remediate those if they do arise. I also really want to talk about potential strengths and not just characterize neurodivergent communities based on their weaknesses, 
but I want to do it from an informed perspective. I want to honor our lived experiences first and foremost. And I want to honor what we're learning as we explore these experiences with research. Because what I've learned is I may have my weaknesses, but I found ways to counterbalance those with a whole host of strengths. And one of them I'd like to share with you. I happen to be a decent communicator and I can help explain topics to other people. I want to cultivate a sense of learning from our community and listening to what you have to share with us as well. What's another theme that I really want to explore on this podcast? I want to explore core aspects of language development. You know, I think phonology is really critically important to think about from an early emergent literacy standpoint and early acquisition of language. Then what about writing systems, those orthographic systems? I'm really curious about them as well. I'm curious about differences that we might see in the presentation of reading development across different types of writing systems. I'm really curious about how we extract and represent meaning. And I'm really curious about bringing in folks who can let me learn from them and learn with us about language learning differences that impact how we extract meaning and how we communicate with others. We often call this a developmental language disability, which really brings us to the point of wanting to understand oral discourse and how we string words together to create utterances, phrases, sentences, paragraphs, entire texts, symphonies of words, if you will, to borrow from a friend of mine. What's the third theme? Prevention, prevention, prevention. How do we identify risk early? How do we prevent word reading and spelling struggles to begin with? For so many kids, we have the knowledge and tools to prevent them from experiencing the heartache of struggling to read, spell, and write in the first place. And even if we don't completely prevent it, we know how to lessen the severity when it does emerge so we can short circuit the extreme amount of effort it'll take them to overcome and persevere through those challenges. Doesn't that sound heartwarming? It could be a reality if we just create the community to vocalize the importance of that to us. What is important to us? How often has anybody asked our community what we want? That's what this community and space is going to be about. What's the fourth thing? Intervention. What have we learned? Well, one thing that we've learned is that a multi-component approach is the best form of intervention for those of us who present with the characteristics of dyslexia. But what have we learned about that dosage? How much and how long is it going to take for us to remediate those differences? What have we learned about the intensity that we need to give that allows for that instructional scaffolding and instructional intensifiers to allow us to overcome and thrive? What have we learned about how much practice and what forms of practice we need to have and what learning systems in our brain are we going to map and tap into with different forms of practice to build up accuracy and automaticity, to build up communication and oral discourse, to understand language and to produce language? I'm really curious about these topics. I don't know. Maybe you are too. And I want to unpack and explore them together as a community. And then the fifth theme that I know I definitely want to touch on is accommodations. You know, I'm a lifelong learner and I bet you are too. Yet this is a challenging thing for me to do. And I strive to get better at thriving in a knowledge economy that demands that I read and write all day long for my job. So, to be candid, I use artificial intelligence and other forms of assistive technologies to allow me to thrive in my job and in my role in society. 
And I want to talk about how we might foster the use of assistive technology in ways that empower and enable neurodivergent communities in ways that I and we haven't even thought of yet. I also want to talk to you candidly about how I use them in my daily workflow and what I've learned about by doing so. So those are the big five themes that I really want to unpack, at least for the foreseeable future, until I decide to change my mind. And those are the two episode formats that I want to explore these themes with. I want to learn and share with you what I'm learning as I've been exploring certain topics. And I'm going to return these topical themes again and again to dig deeper, to go into them again, creating these thematic strings of episodes that we can learn and go back to. In the second format, I'm going to be bringing in experts, expert researchers, expert clinicians, expert humans in the human condition. And I want to help educate us on things that I don't even know about, about topics that we're curious about within the themes that I've shared with you so far. That's what Dyslexia Uncovered is all about. And I will need your support to make this happen because it's going to be a community effort. So as you think about these things, share your ideas, share your comments. What other podcasts have you been listening to that seem like they're a little bit like this that I should listen to to inform what we do? I mean, I know that there's people in the neuroscientist community doing this. I know there's people in medical sciences doing this type of format. Who can I learn about that's doing this? Are there other shows that I should be aware of in our space of neurodivergence that do this? Are there other shows in the literacy space that we should be aware of and look to and learn from? So as I wrap up this introductory podcast, I would like to thank so many people to me to the name for giving me the strength to lean into this space and learn with all of you and cultivate a community where we come together and share our thoughts and ideas in a constructive, positive way, where we see each other and we lift each other up. Lastly, I want to thank you guys for taking time out of your day. Maybe we're on a jog, maybe we're on a walk. Just thank you for being here and listening and learning a little bit about what's in store on Dyslexia Uncovered. I'll see you next time.